Happy holidays, friends. It's been such a gift to share the podcast with you over the past few months. And thank you so much for supporting this experience. It's been such a joy to connect. I want to share a couple of things with you. I'm offering a chakra meditation in exchange for a review. So I know we've done drawings, but I also want to just honor and send gratitude for everybody that's tuning in and would love to receive this chakra meditation. So to receive the meditation, just send over a screenshot of your review to spirit and soul healing podcast at gmail.com. And also I'm so happy to share that I'm offering a holiday special for one-on-one sessions. So if you would like to have a personal session with me for an energy therapy experience or an angel and aura rating, you can find all the details and set up your scheduled appointment at amysakarski.com. Welcome to the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast, where we speak about all things related to spirituality, soul level healing, intuitive guidance, frequencies, and much more. I'm Amy Sikarski, licensed vocational nurse, past life hypnotherapist, master intuitive energy healer, and a clairvoyant physical channel. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Spirit School Online, where we offer courses in energy therapy, free guided meditations, courses and information around learning to connect in with your spirit guides, and much more. You can find me at amysakarski.com and offerings at spiritschoolonline.com. Hi, beautiful friends. Welcome to today's episode on clairvoyance. We will begin with the chakra related to this gift. And the chakra is the brow chakra, the anja chakra, and it sits right between your eyebrows. So it's also known as the inner eye or mind's eye or third eye. The brow chakra can be used with your eyes opened or closed. So you can clairvoyantly see energy and visions with your eyes opened or closed. When they're open and you're viewing a vision as a clairvoyant, to me, it looks like a hologram playing in front of me, just floating in the room. Or it's as if I can recall a memory. You know how like you can recall memories and you're thinking and you can see pictures in your head, but your eyes are open and your awareness is on the picture in your mind. It's very similar, but I'm relaxing and observing and I'm seeing it in my mind play out. So I can see the photo as an apparition in front of me or a 3D hologram. And then I can also see it inside of my skull, if you want to say, in my mind's eye. I can process the information that way as well. And these two ways, I feel I'm using my third eye only. So even though I can see it in front of me, if um, I were to close my third eye, my physical eyes would not see this vision. So that's one approach, one way that the information comes through. The other one is quite the opposite and very magical. And that is when I do see energy come in. And this has happened 
quite a few times. I don't even have a number. Um, I would say it first started happening in the shower when I was really relaxed. And I feel like the energy of the water amplified it. Uh, I would see little streams and sparks of white light, literally as if the fabric of this matrix was poked and the brightest, whitest light you could see was shining through. And there would be many of these sparkles or little spirits flying around in all kinds of directions. At first I was like, okay, um, hmm, is this the water? Are these fine water drops that I'm seeing? But it didn't make sense because it would come towards me, go away from me, go left and right, swirl, sometimes go straight. And at the same time, all these lights were dancing around me. And those days when I first started to have these experiences were so important and so special in my awakening because that was the time where I was stepping into my life purpose and my strong mission of sharing healing and messages and opening up to my gifts and really finding within myself that courage that we will have to step into it and be honest and be true and not think or worry about what the rest of the world will say. So it pushes us out of our comfort zone. Having these physical operations occur for me, these physical visits was so healing to the point that I could just feel at peace the whole rest of the day. So it's multifaceted. It's more than just what you see with your eyes that was just a bonus. It was the peace that came with it and the message that I was supported and I was not alone. So that all started back in 2011 and has been going on ever since. It comes in spurts. So sometimes there will be multiple experiences in a short period of time and then months in between. We never know when it's going to happen. The other experience that I've had is actually seeing the energy, the force field in my healing space ripple. And that was really neat or just magical as well. So I was working and channeling in energy, doing some psychic surgery. The aura of my client was really full. I filled it really full. My aura was really full and it expanded past the wall. So it went out of the room even. And I remember looking over at the wall and seeing it ripple. Like um, when you see gasoline waves on the pavement, kind of, it just was a soft little ripple. And that was very fascinating and also very reassuring and calming. I found a lot of peace. I was like, okay, wow, the energy is intense. I am floating in this space a frequency that's heightened my vision and I can see it. And of course I could feel it, but it was really neat to see it. To that, I've also seen where there was a hole or a rip. It was more like a rip in the energy field that was around. And I do believe it would have been the clients and I was in their field and I saw it seal up. And it was, it was a few feet. So it was big and it was bright 
and it looked a little jagged like a lightning bolt kind of that shape and I saw it I was like wow and all this light was flowing in through it just bursting with light and then I watched it seal up so that was a really interesting day and experience too where I physically was seeing it with my eyes my physical eyes like in the room so incredibly bright and one other time I was actually doing an exchange with another student. We were working on some advanced forms of energy healing and I just felt the need to open my eyes. I was on the table receiving and I just felt the need to open my eyes because I could tell that she was working on me. I don't remember exactly what was happening. Oh, yes, I do. (laughs) She was clearing energy. And so I just opened my eyes and in that moment I saw that she had lifted and pulled some energy out of my chakra and gave it up to God. So there's a way of clearing where you can lift it up to the higher frequencies and give it to guides and angels. They'll take it and transmute it or heal it, whatever needs to be done, whatever way. And right as I saw her doing that, there was this streak of light that came in from the top of my ceiling towards the left of my body and just swooped in, took it right at her hand, and carried it away. It was so beautiful and magical, and I was, again, in awe. These were all physical, visual, because my physical eyes were seeing. It was in the physical world. These were all visual experiences that I had that really supported my awakening, showed me that this is real, energy is real, spirit on the other side is real, and it also was so beautiful to see how her experiences matched my experience, and then I had that visual. So those are a few of the ways that I've seen energy with my third eye, my brow chakra, clairvoyantly, working with energy, seeing that I'm greeted, that there's peace and love around. And at the end of this, I will share with you a little exercise where you can start to see energy and it's really fun. So I'm excited for that. But before we get there, I want to talk about another aspect of clairvoyance and that is the ability to see behind facades, to see from another perspective, to see the truth of things. And in this way, it supports us if we have decisions to be made, if we're trying to see something from somebody else's point of view, if somebody's sharing something with you and you're like, "Mm, I feel like something's off and you go in and you analyze and you can clairvoyantly see that maybe your energy isn't aligned, you're in a different frequency and the communication is off, or maybe they're trying to keep some information from you. So there's ways of using your clairvoyant abilities to help you analyze and you can also use it to see outcomes and this happens really nicely if you do close your eyes and you visualize maybe you have two choices to make so you would visualize and you would flow with it. What would that look like? And Just be open, be curious, open to receiving through all of your senses a vision a feeling, you might hear something, your energy might lift or it might drop. 
And so you've had this experience now where you're seeing into the future, you're tapping into it, you're observing and you're analyzing it in your brain, in your mind's eye, all that area in our thinking, our mental body. And then you can see and travel down another path, another timeline. And visually at times you will see it play out like a movie. And then you're processing it and you're analyzing it and you're using your third eye in that way. That's kind of similar to remote viewing and seeing energy in an, that's in another space or another time. You can watch it play out like a movie. And that happens in the clairvoyant psychic readings or the angelic readings. They'll show me often pictures and symbols and messages and I can watch it play out. But when I'm doing past life readings, that's when I really can see it in detail a full scene out of a movie or a play, of course, it is the past life. And often what I'm doing is I'm watching it like a movie screen, either with my eyes open in front of me or with my eyes closed inside my head. So these are some ways to work with clairvoyance. Hi, beautiful. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. This is just a short reminder that this podcast is brought to you in part by spiritschoolonline.com where you can find certification courses, life-enhancing experiences, and free guided meditations. So pop on over to spiritschoolonline.com and check out all that we have to offer today. And while you're looking at your device, Please go ahead and tap those five stars above to help other listeners like yourself find the podcast. When I use clairvoyance to scan somebody's energy field, I bring my awareness to their frequency and vibration. And I am currently doing all of my sessions remotely on the phone or Skype audio. No pictures no video. So I tune in with the client. I connect with their energy. I invite in the light of love, connect with guides and angels and begin to read and I'm scanning and I'm bringing my awareness to their energy body and seeing where it floats, what is pulling me in what direction. And then when I see something, I share what I'm seeing and I ask the guides what it could be related to. So maybe a chakra is out of balance. Maybe there's a dagger in the aura. Maybe there's a cord that's frayed, something twisted, a dent, a rip. There's so many things that you can see that really probably shouldn't be there. And for the most part, because of the nature of my work, I have people come to me for helping to get past a stuck block, help to heal fatigue, help to clear up confusion. They're coming for assistance. So most of the time, my sessions are where I'm finding what is out of alignment. Sometimes the readings are so high vibe and I can tell at the beginning because I look at the energy body and it looks beautiful. It looks perfect. It's sparkling, it's shining. I don't see any disruptions. And that's when they'll share, okay, 
We're giving messages from a higher perspective. They need confirmation, validation, information on their next step. Their energy looks perfect and healthy. And in fact, they might be getting ready to do an upgrade, an ascension of energy. So that's always neat and interesting to share with somebody. Sometimes they want to come in and ask about their soul origin. And so we were were able to bring that information through and share with them. And sometimes when I look at these um, energy bodies that are very beautiful, clear, and bright, it's so nice to share with them, good job, job well done. And I can look into the past and see what it looked like before. And sometimes I can pace it out months at a time and share with them, your guides are just congratulating you. You've done so much work and here you are and this is what's happening Are you ready to stabilize? Because that's what I'm being guided to share with you is that you're stabilizing and then you'll step into a leveling up. And sometimes they'll come in and they'll share that they're about to do an energetic activation. These energetic activations enhance the energy body so that you become more sensitive and it fine tunes the clairsenses. So it also helps in that sense, having fine tuned clairsenses and a, and a boosted auric field, it will help them to stay in alignment with their intuition and to communicate with their team and spirit to be led from heart and feel comfortable and safe just flowing from heart space and really working with trusting and this peaceful vibration. So there's a lot of aspects to it, which is really lovely. And that's why I thoroughly enjoy the work that I'm doing because I've always wanted to help people and I've always wanted to educate them. So here's the podcast. I'm sharing so much with you and I'm excited to share more. But in sessions, I'm educating and sharing and helping you become your own healer and helping you to understand your own system. And here you've had an experience, so you get to feel it. Well, I'm telling you what it looks like clairvoyantly. So that puts another piece to the puzzle together to help your system process it, to help you integrate and really feel that comfort like, okay, wow, that makes so much sense and I can really understand it now. So that's an aspect of clairvoyantly doing the aura scan. And when we do the chakra scans clairvoyantly, I also look at the chakras. I look at the vortices, the placement and alignment I look at the color and dimension, so how big is it and how far off the body is it extending. Um, And I look for blocks or anything that shouldn't be there, cords maybe, and we work with it. And then I look to see how is it processing information. How is the energy flowing through? To me, these vortices remind me of an engine just spinning on and sucking in the energy to process it. And sometimes it'll stutter if there's a lot to process and if there's something there that hasn't been healed or processed and more information just compiles on top of it. So we work to smooth and stream it out and provide some relief. So instead of drinking a gallon of energy at one second, (laughs) how about we take it slow and take 10 minutes kind of a thing. So I help to regulate, we help to streamline it out. And in that process, the energetic flow becomes more compatible amongst all of the chakras and the whole system will start communicating. So that's an aspect of clairvoyantly perceiving energy and information and stories. 
And if you ever wanted to practice your own inner vision, I would start with guided meditations because it primes that part of your sensory system where you can say, okay, I'm visualizing white light. I'm visualizing a path that I'm walking down. I'm visualizing what I think my chakras might look like. And then at some point in the process, you will find the visions come to you before you're guided to that particular image. So here you are, let's say, in a guided meditation, and all of a sudden you see a lot of gold light all around you and you feel a sense of peace. And then a few seconds later, you hear the narrator share, and now visualize gold light around you. Well, I can tell you that as a narrator, I'm channeling. So when I do the guided meditations, it's in the moment and it's a suggestion, but I'm really sharing with you what I'm seeing. So with the hopes that you could potentially bring your awareness to it and you might notice it and you might notice it before I share it with you. And so Working through guided visualization is very powerful. Being open to the what-ifs and the possibilities is so important. And noting that you can see energy in different ways. You can see the energy of a plant or an animal or an aura in physical right in front of you with your eyes opened. You can try and read it with your eyes closed, but I don't know that you need to if they're in front of you but you can test it all out, test every way of it. And then you can clairvoyantly view remote distance, somebody's energy field, and just write down or draw it out on a picture what you're seeing, share it with them and see how it makes sense for what they've been experiencing lately. You can also see the energy. If you go outside, you can see the prana, chi or ki. These are all terms for energy. You can see it in the sky. And here we are to one of my favorite exercises for practicing to clairvoyantly see energy. So on a bright sunny day, bring your awareness up to the sky, looking away from the sun. You don't want to look in the sun. So find a place where there is not a glare or the beams of light coming in your eyes. And I would probably take off your sunglasses if you have them on. For me, it helps if it's a blue sky. So start with a blue sky, meaning no clouds. (laughs) So looking up there, let your eyes softly relax. And you just want to start gazing into the sky. Very much to me, it feels like when you look at those 3D puzzles. You know, they were really popular decades ago. There were these 3D images that you will let your eyes soften and it made no sense when you looked at the picture on the screen or on the paper but as your eyes softened all of a sudden this image popped up and it was this 3d reality type of a view so it's very much like that you just want to let your your vision relax like you're dazing okay you know what dazing is like that's like you're daydreaming but you're dazing And so just let your eyes soften and just observe. And what you will see if you don't try too hard (laughs) is little streams of light that kind of look like tadpoles bouncing around in the sky. 
The brighter it is and the more sun out gives it more energy and the activity can be very, very fast, like buzzing. And if you are to zoom in and magnify in, you'll see that they don't ever touch before they collide because it looks like they're going to collide. They're just bouncing around everywhere. Um, they divert and they shift course. So they're actually bumping into an energetic field which is so cool. They can sense it. And when I've seen it, it's been pretty uniform throughout. So each little piece of light, each little tadpole or stream of light would keep the same distance from the other one. And it went really fast and the length of the light was shortened. And then what I noticed later on was looking or observing when it was overcast somewhat cloudy out and you can feel the energies heavier on days like this. I mean, you can just sense that you can feel it. Well, if you look up and you observe the chi in the, in the sky or even right in front of you, you'll notice it's slower. So it's heavier and you can feel that and you can see it. So it changes. You can also then bring your awareness to look around the trees and close to the earth. And what does it look like? If you're looking for the chi, what does it look like as you've zoomed in? While you're here at the earth, let your eyes shift. And you just do that with your intentions. And you say, hmm, I wonder what the aura of the grass looks like. I want to see the field of a plant? Can I look at the aura of a tree or even its leaf? And just let your eyes soften and observe and see. And if it doesn't happen the first time, don't stress about it. Try another day. Go in with the lightheartedness of a child where you're observing and it feels very mysterious and you're curious a great way to keep your heart space open and to not create restrictions or blocks for yourself because I'll tell you what the biggest thing and you've probably heard me say this before on a live or in a class but the biggest thing that I've noticed that closes one's third eye is self-doubt and feeling like we're not good enough or there's no way that can happen to me or flat out denying that it's even possible. Clairvoyance is not real. <laughs> like, okay, if you want to believe that, then guess what? Your system just took note and is listening to you and that's your reality that you're creating. But if you open to possibilities, you can see what's available to you to utilize and you get to pick what you want to bring into your life. And do you want to bring in the gift of clairvoyance? And if you do, practice with it. And I would share with you that when you are clairvoyantly viewing, you are viewing the frequency of the dimension that you are in that moment resonating with. Unless you're doing a reading and you're looking at things in a different way. But if you're out and you're in nature, or maybe you're meditating, you will see the light as your heart is full of love and your aura is bright. 
and you're really full of love, you see all the light around you. And then if there's something to be adjusted, like a cord or a block, you'll see it. Your awareness will go there and you can work with clearing it. But if you're in a place that's heavy and there's negative energy there, like really unfavorable spirits, I don't really know that you'd want to open your clear vision to see it. Because once we see things, sometimes it's hard to forget it. So your guardian angels can come in and give you a little heads up and intuitively let you know, hey, something's off, doesn't feel so good. Do you really want to look at it? <laughs> well, the choice is up to you. But um, I tend not to. And working with clients in healing spaces or readings, if it's something that could be grotesque or pretty evil looking, I just let my guides speak to me about it in a different way. And they come in and work with it. The archangels come in and work with it. And they let me know when it's done. And I can share that with the client. So your eyes physically and your brow chakra are really influenced by what you see. And it's really important also to note if you're in a sensitive space of awakening, and you're repatterning, calibrating, healing, and adjusting your energy body and your, your psyche, I wouldn't really look at movies that are violent or scary or harsh. That can create quite a bit of disruption in your energetic field and your aura around your third eye. So your whole aura and then around your third eye and your brow chakra not to mention the other energy centers. So take care. Step into a space of being your own influencer. <laughs> what do you want to influence yourself with? In the world around you, what would you like to be surrounded by? Because that frequency that you surround yourself with will invite in higher frequencies or more intense frequencies. It will build upon and so if you're going into a space of love and beauty, you'll find that magical things happen in your life where the heaviness clears out and you start to connect more in with your soul purpose and your soul light and you attract really beautiful and supportive friendships and teachers and information and music, everything, food, opportunities, experiences, so allow yourself in every way possible to be taken care of by spirit and by you, by the choices and decisions that you make, being your own advocate. So making those decisions and receiving the benefits of them. It's been a real gift to be able to share with you some information around the different clear senses and the chakra system and how they're utilized. And so I really feel like these episodes are foundational for future conversations because I feel like we might be going pretty deep. And I do have plans to share with you a lot of information and experiences that I'm receiving in my life that I see in the collective and these are things that I'll be guided to share more and more with you. And having an awareness of 
how the senses work, you'll understand a little bit how I acquire the information, how it comes through, and also start to see what clear sense is your strongest. Which ones do you feel the most comfortable and confident with? And what ones do you feel like will be coming online next? And it's really fun. Like I mentioned in another episode, it's really fun to be able to use all of your clear senses. So at this point in my life, doing physical channeling, it's really enjoyable because I love my team. They're so full of love and support. They have proved themselves to me so many times. Just not that I really asked them like, hey, you have to prove to me. It's more like I've been in a space where I was like, oh my goodness, I need some help. ASAP. <laughs> and there it came and it happened and everything worked out so many times. So they're there and I love them so much. And I know that my relationship with them is deeper than what I can even understand in this reality. But what I'm doing now when I physically channel them is they come into my energy field and as they're coming in and getting comfortable with my energy field, then they merge in with my physical body and a part of me steps away and they'll channel, they'll speak through me, they'll use my voice. Well, they use my vocal cords, let's say. The voice changes, it's their cadence, it's their accent, their grammar, everything. But it's really fun because in that experience, I'm feeling them. If they get emotional, I feel the emotion. While they're speaking, they're showing me pictures, so I'm clairvoyantly watching this narrated movie, but I also can feel it. Like if um, you can visualize that you're standing in the rain and you can feel the rain, kind of like that. I feel it happening. So it's really lovely to be able to use multiple clair senses. And I feel like one aspect to remind you of is after you have tuned in and you're ready to complete and close a session, or conversation, or meditation, whatever it might be, do be sure to close your energy field just by visualizing it, releasing the other energies that are around, feeling it stabilize, come back all the way into your body, ground all the way back in. So I just wanted to share that with you because it's really, really important whenever you're working with anybody whether you are in the space that I'm in or you are just having a conversation on the soccer field. If you've had a deep conversation where you've opened up and you can feel their energy around, send it love and on its way so that you can be clear and clean and not be carrying an imprinted energetic signature, which is like a programmed vibration with you that's playing on a loop in your energy field and then you go home and you're just not feeling yourself. I don't know about that. I don't know that that's how I want to enjoy my evening. So I just wanted to share that with you and I invite you to take a few moments now to just tune in to your heart. Tune into your own energy field, your own vibration, your special essence. Feel the peace and invite the light of your higher soul frequency into your being.
and take a moment now and ask spirit, whether it be your oversoul, an angel or guide, or the light of love, to show you a message in a vision. And just relax and allow for any images to flow through. They might feel like memories and how they come through. You might see colors or outlines. You might see words or numbers and symbols. You might see pulsating frequencies of energies. You might see full scenes. So take the time for the next few moments to relax and enjoy. Now bring your awareness to your full energy body and let's amp it up. Invite in more light to surround and be around you. And as your aura fills with light, breathe the light into every chakra point. Starting at your root, your sacral, solar plexus, heart, throat. brow, and crown. Feel the light around you. Visualize now a beautiful violet and indigo frequency flowing down around you, all around your aura, coating you with these high vibrations. And you might notice an orb of indigo light in front of you with your hands or your intentions, gently guide this peaceful, intelligent, nourishing light into the front of your brow chakra. Notice the back of your brow chakra and let this frequency of indigo coat your entire scalp, nourishing you, 
recalibrating your brow chakra. And as you begin filling with more light, you might find your energy expand, your back straightens, you lift. And now ask your guides to share with you another vision. This can be anything that has meaning. It can also just be a picture, something fun. And as you see this vision, share with them what you're seeing so they can understand if the information they're putting through is being received in a way that works for both parties. And I would encourage you, if you want to continue working on strengthening your clear vision, that you sit with them multiple times a week and share with them what you're seeing. And it can be random things. They might show you a sideways rainbow and a flying giraffe, just funny little things. And then you can repeat back what you're seeing because they're learning how to send signals through. And they can also come in and work to emphasize the capabilities of your brow chakra to calibrate it and upgrade it. And go in baby steps for sure. If you feel pressure on your brow chakra, use your two index fingers or you could even take your middle and index finger of both hands, place it at your brow chakra pushing on your skin gently but making physical contact and stretch and pull it out to the side. You're helping that chakra expand and if there are any blocks in there they kind of just flow out but you're helping to open. If you have this um, dull headache kind of frequency feeling at all like there's an emptiness in there it could be that your chakra's anatomy is is big, it's large, it's appropriate, whatever the size may be, but you're undercharged. So if that's the case, put your palm chakra on your brow, charge it up with light, or get a crystal, place it on your brow, soak in the frequencies. So amethyst is nice, um, but I also like lapis lazuli. So the brow chakra is indigo, the crown is a purple and sometimes we use a purple on the brow just to gently start working with it but you can do any indigo 
deep blue and purple stone and softly put it on your brow chakra. I would not do these clusters. That just seems like it will leave an indentation on your skin and not be so good. So something smooth, maybe even something tiny. But you flow with it. See what you have. And you'll want to charge up your chakra. And then when you're done with any energetic adjustment, be sure you're grounded in your body. Thank your guides for assisting you. And just see how everything unfolds because now you have the opportunity to use it. So you might start working with some oracle cards or doing some readings and see how your adjustments now support you. And thank you so much for the opportunity to share in today's podcast. I look forward to connecting with you on the next one. Hi, this is Amy. I hope you've enjoyed the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. And I'm so happy to share with you that I'm offering a special for one-on-one sessions for the holidays. So this is going to be a limited time. And if you would like to sign up for a personal session with me for an energy therapy experience or an angels and aura reading, you can head over to amysikarski.com and find all the details there. I look forward to working with you and I'll see you all again on the next episode.